Want to discover how much money your email marketing can actually bring you? If that's the case, let our team of email marketing experts show you how. With our free email marketing audit, we'll conduct a comprehensive analysis of your email marketing efforts, provide you with action plan, and show you how to effectively segment and convert your audience. Simply go to flowium.com slash audit and book your audit today. Welcome to Email Einstein, a podcast by Floium. It's time to start honoring your inner marketing Einstein. Tune in for the data-driven tips that'll make you a marketing genius. Here, you'll find email marketing formulas and tips straight from the brilliant mad scientists at Floium. It's time for your emails to start earning more money. It's time to unleash your Einstein. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 100, number one freaking hundred, you guys. Can you believe this? I'm like, I, I still I still can't believe this. It feels like yesterday we were launching on our very first podcast on Canada Day, and now look at us, 100 freaking episodes behind our backs. And we have a very special guest joining us today, Andre Boychuk the CEO, the mastermind behind our company, basically, behind Flowium. Andre, say hi. Hi. And you know what? You're, you're probably the first one who's pronounced my last name in English the correct way. And you probably because you're Ukrainian. <laughs> Might even, be. Might as well be. <laughs> no, but even Ukrainians, they uh, call me Boychuk. Uh, here in America, they say Boychuk. But uh -huh. you, you, you said it correctly, Boychuk. Like and actually, kids, kids, kids in my daughter's uh, high school, uh, sorry, not high school, school, is <laughs> her because of her last name. And I never thought about that. Really? Why? Yeah, because it's like, first, it's a boy and Chuck <gasps> is like oh. chucking boy. And like, <gasps> oh, no. So, so I would never home. think about it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Poor thing. Well, my friends tease me because I'm sad luck and it sounds like sad luck. <laughs> or like sad, sad lad. Sometimes they say it to oh, those yeah. American no, people with, with their yeah. last yeah. names. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, Andre. Well, it's not your first radio. Apparently, you've been on yeah. our podcast already for like two two times. I think it's going to be your third one, right? Or four times even. Huh, okay. yeah, and we were planning to invite some big dog for hundred episode, and <laughs> I don't know, because because we had too much work and didn't have time to invite somebody like Clavia as CEO, you invited me. Thank That's you. fine. That's fine. You, you are a big dog, Andre. <laughs> how they do it in like how do they say in Clavia default value back default value? You know. When you put oh. like first name, if yeah, I think back, it's the fallback value. Fallback value, fall yeah. Fallback value, yeah. So I am fallback yeah. value in case you are no guest for for a podcast. Big dog fallback value. I like it, Andre. Let's do a blitz Q and A, just sure. uh, just to 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 warm you up before we go to all of the juicy questions. Okay, let's do this. Email or SMS? Email. Uh, I, I kind of knew you were going to say it, but I, SMS I is so SMS. hot. I even have don't, my, don't I have say my this. SMS notification off. So sometimes I check every three days or every five days. <laughs> SMS. So it's, like, it's not my way to check. I hope our clients are not listening to this podcast, you guys, but we still love SMS. I mean, as a marketing tool, it's amazing. If you want to reach Andre, don't. Don't use call, SMS. 
just call him his old fashioned. You're very like, you're giving me very like eighties <laughs> vibe, you know, Andre, like very eighties. Uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, early bird or night owl next. I like, I'm trying to be early bird, but sometimes like last night I, I fell in that bad trend. I know you're a night bird. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Paper planner. Yay or nay. Nay. You're not using paper planners anymore? Not anymore. I'm like uh, recently in the last like six months or so, I'm like very start to con- like to be concerned about the environment. So Oof. I'm switching everything to electric, like uh, going extra crazy with uh, recycling, collecting batteries. So oh, like, good for you. Did so, your six-year-old inspired you to do that? No? Because it's like Not so really like my, my my I live like right next to a beach, so my beach inspired me to do it. When you go there and it's not clean, you see you see the stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, iPhone or Android? iPhone, hundred percent. Yay! So, sorry, guys and girls. Apple crowd, Apple crowd. <laughs> cool. Your power song, Andre, if you have one. So right now it's a Kalush. Stefania Mamos. That's the one. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's that's the one. That's for sure. Um, who would play you in a movie if there was ever a movie about you? Everybody said like I'm like very similar was Mad Diamond, but I have no, like I, when I look at <laughs> modest like, Andre, you're like, so modest. There's, there's like there's no similarities at all. <laughs> But anyway, um, like, I don't know. Cool. Matt Damon, Brad Pitt, one of yeah, those guys. Potato. <laughs> one of those icons, right? Yeah. Would play you sitting at computer for 15 hours a day. Yay. Yeah. I would I wouldn't mm. go to that movie. Sorry, Andre, but whatever. <laughs> maybe maybe someone would. <laughs> I wouldn't listen uh, to this episode. <laughs> cool. Okay, Andre, since you're a big dog of uh, e-commerce email marketing today at least on this on this podcast let's talk some hot email marketing trends so this will be like a little game i'm gonna tell you the trend and you will tell me if it's hot or not your honest opinion you you don't have to agree with me although i would prefer prefer it (laughs) i'm joking uh but yeah let's let's start email in general like email is it still hot or not your your thoughts Andre it was hot it is hot and it will be hot okay <laughs> good one why I mean this is the way how we communicate and uh, yes there's SMS there's messengers but up to this point uh nothing beat email in terms of like conversion or in terms of like generally speaking like connecting with your customers or like I guess both right okay, so in in the recent years, the usage of emails like increases because of the COVID and the, uh, also if you compare emails to personally for me, if you compare emails to Messenger to SMS, messengers and SMS they are not like not official. They're like like random communications, not something you can save and or track. You can mm-hmm. easily lose it. But even like sometimes your friends or family or coworkers say, you, hey, can you send me email because SMS, like I, I might lose that, that SMS that you sent me. And it's hard, mm-hmm. it, it's hard to have a chain of um, 
communication per topic in email it's easy you just open yeah. a new email write it down and like you're going back and forth back and forth yes a lot of people at work sometimes hate emails because on monday when i go open my inbox <laughs> it's close to what close to 300 sometimes 500 emails because uh, yeah. to keep up with the industry i've subscribed to any the many different brands Same. to see what they do and i'm like I hate Monday morning <laughs> when I open my inbox, but but I like your zero inbox policy. You have this like really cool yeah. um, habit oh, of like yeah, yeah. You search. Uh, thank you for mentioning this. Yeah, I'm practicing for since 2014 or maybe even earlier. I'm not sure where I heard about this, but when I open my email, I unpause it. My uh, all emails loading. Then I click pause, and until I go through all emails, I do not move to anything else. Just on YouTube, just um, put in um, zero inbox and mm -hmm. put my first and last name, and you should be able to find them. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a really that's a really cool thing. And I do get like on average like two hundred something emails on on Mondays. Mondays are the worst. First of all, a lot of brands are like messaging on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, which honestly I do with my clients too, because for some reason, Saturday and Sunday morning for like female brands is huge. <laughs> like that's where we make most of our money for like female oriented brands for some reason. Uh, but yeah, I would say in general, like this um, pandemic has definitely changed the way we like interact with email. I found this really cool um, graphic. It was from MailChimp, but it was very like insightful. And I'm, and I think the numbers would be very similar with Clavia as well. So pandemic has definitely changed the way we interact with emails and metrics for the engagement. They grew so much during the pandemic. So at the beginning of pandemic, all of the metrics went down, but by March 25, Five, uh, 2020, almost all industries saw an increase in like open rates, click through rates, and revenue, obviously, as well. Because I read this number somewhere that 75% of people have changed their shopping uh, behavior during and after pandemic. So they've started shopping more online. And actually, that's where, where we see this like big growth with the email, right? And the global email marketing market, like back in 2020, it was valued at $7.5 billion. And by 2027, it's projected to increase by 17.9, almost $18 billion. So is email debt? I don't know. Like, look at the numbers. To, to us, it seems very much alive. But uh, I mean, it's 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 definitely a competitive uh, market because um, research started sending more and more during the pandemic. So you you have to be good. You have to deliver the value. It's more about the value than ever before. I think. Yeah, but still, I I don't have exact numbers, and I don't want to say it's only twenty percent or fifty percent or eighty percent of brands using email marketing. But I'm subscribing to. To a lot of brands and even like they present themselves and they might be big brands but this is subscriber and in best case scenario i receive welcome email just one welcome email oh yeah and then like like quiet for six months and like i might receive another email and i'm like seriously yeah yeah people are not utilizing the power of the email and that's what I've noticed with like a lot of newer brands, they think that email marketing is like about sending this like beautiful Fourth of July campaign and like welcome email, and that's it. Why they don't the think I of didn't yeah. Any emails from you? 
Oh, Andre, oh, come bad. on. <laughs> you, had to, you had to say it on episode number 100 of, <laughs> of our podcast. You know what? It's a, it's a, it's a, sorry for putting you on the spot, but let me interview you. Oh, no. So ask you totally. a question. So you just started your like um, business. I mean, your company, like your brand. Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. You, it was, uh, you started a long time ago, but you, you went through right. some changes a new mm-hmm. product but still why why you're not focusing on the email marketing at this moment or not focusing but why, why you're not doing this yeah we are doing some email marketing but mostly we launched on amazon and that were all of our focus went and honestly i wish i had uh put more like work into email marketing and that's exactly what we are doing right now that's like we are developing the strategy right now and everything but uh we started as an amazon first brand and shopify was like a nice addition you know uh, but right now we're trying to get all of our customers to shopify um through this little freebie that we are offering just to you know to like own that contact to own that customer to be able to talk to them directly so that's um that's definitely our like number one focus right now that's what we're working on looking forward to receiving emails oh yeah and <laughs> i know you were one of the first one to subscribe when we didn't have even like the website live yet or like ready you were on the list <laughs> so you were definitely like top top 10 customers right now because you were one of the first ones <laughs> so thank you for that sure Anytime. cool okay so email is not dead trend number one was email and we we think that email is still hot if you think differently let us know in the comments but if you think differently why why the heck are you listening to this podcast (laughs) we are (laughs) we are the community of email nerds and we do believe that email is here email is still very much hot and alive and it's gonna be here for a while that's for sure andre trend number two global privacy hot or not your thoughts it's extremely hot and uh, even apple here in, in new york and probably in U- usa like running even ads right now not promoting yeah. their pro- not promoting their phone or whatever they promoting their privacy really and actually yeah <laughs> and actually the like apple was one of the first who did this like uh step to protect mm-hmm privacy of their users how do you feel about it like as a marketer and as an apple user so i when they released this i was against it and mm-hmm. I, I personally still don't like it because it on one end yes it prote- protects you for privacy reasons so people cannot mm-hmm. steal your data but on another hand, like when you go to your Facebook, um, Instagram, your ads are not very targeted. I mean, mm-hmm. it might be beneficial as well, so you don't spend much money. But uh, <laughs> but they are not so relevant. And sometimes I'm like even reporting the ads because they show yeah. me like like pills for heart disease or something. Unless I don't know <laughs> something. But on the the consumer size i like it mm-hmm. because in the past three months i was hacked twice wow so i i, I do understand the importance and on my day, data was sold on black market i used to last pass the paid version and it notifies me if there is data leak and if the data leak was affected me 
and if it mm-hmm. was uh, found on black market for sale. Wow, yeah. it's amazing. I didn't know. I didn't know they can notify you about that. Apparently, my data leaked somewhere too. But for some reason, all of the scammers they call me and they want to talk to my husband. So they mm. were like, "Hey, Andre Sadlak, you were like, I don't know, you are charged with some sort of like." crime or whatever or this is cra you didn't pay your taxes or whatever like, like all this kind of stuff but for some reason they are calling me thinking that i'm andre sadlak that's probably happened when we were like traveling in asia or something and uh and he was like using my phone number but yeah yeah definitely as a as a user i i love what apple is doing but as marketer not so much and those like random ads they remind me you know of like 90s tv commercials like you you sit there and you're just like looking at the pet supplement advertisements even though you don't have a pet or for like Huggies promotion even though you don't have a kid and stuff like that so I'm not a fan of that but I really like how uh, Clavio approached it um, they said that they, they are calling this breaking up with third party data it's it's like a different thing it's not an Apple thing it's more like a Google thing uh, where they are removing uh, the third party data from from all of their services but they said that now we need to like look at data differently and we need to approach the process of like collecting data more as a dating so you need to talk directly to your customer so you have to talk directly to them and ask them about their interests you you want to earn their trust basically before you try to like sell them on something on some idea or something so you you have to directly talk to them which will help you to make your email marketing a bit more conversational and a bit more personal i'd say so that's that's what i actually enjoy about about this change yeah yeah and uh, one more thing that i like about this change from marketing perspective it's kind of the i mean universe give us new challenge because it <laughs> our job was easier when we didn't have That's this true. now it's harder and we need to think more creative how to engage those yeah. customers so subscribers and how to collect data better right right and one thing that we all can benefit i guess to improve the data privacy and stuff is to provide customers with an option to unsubscribe or change email preferences and i cannot tell you how many times i've seen those brands who are like trying to hide the unsubscribe link or don't have the preference page it's it's bizarre it's funny that you just mentioned this. I just received, uh, I, I bought software Uber Suggest uh, owned mm-hmm. by Neil Patel, the huge SEO guy. Yeah. And uh, today I received my last email from them and they say like, hey, if you don't engage with our email by 6, 9, which is today, I believe, by end of the day, we'll unsubscribe it. And they specifically said, like, if you don't click on any links, we'll unsubscribe you. And here's the uh, like uh, latest content we produce, blah blah blah. They, um, by the way, they just purchased um, Ask Anything, not Ask Public. There's like a resource, uh, very like like very useful resource. So Neil Patel purchased that that resource. And I, anyway, like they list a bunch of trends, and they say like if you don't engage with any of our links, we just unsubscribe, mm-hmm. unsubscribe you. 
It was so what 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 do they mean by engage? Like click on the links, yes, basically, yes, they, right? They, yes, they ask by clicking. They probably don't see if I am putting the email or not. They probably that's uh-huh. why that's why they yeah. ask me to do it. I see, I see. Well, that's a, an aggressive sunset yeah. sunset flow, right? Or, yeah, but I mean, okay. it's but it's it's it interesting to see what what kind of like feedback they are getting with that. But that's they, awesome. Uh, but they're awesome. transparent. Like yes, aggressive, but they're transparent. The, the link, I like it. Me too. And they probably want now they have my data. They the probably cookies installed to my uh-huh. browser, so they are able to track me better. I see. I see. No, that's amazing. That's amazing. I, I wonder if we should try it with our uh, with our own clients because uh, I mean we are sending the sunset message anyway, right? We might as well try something like this. That's amazing. I'm actually trying this new thing with one of my clients, just like to improve the sender score and reputation and stuff. Uh, we are sending the newsletter, and the last portion of the newsletter says, "Like, hey, reply to this email with your favorite summer song because we are creating our ultimate summer Spotify playlist." Right. And I just want to see how how this like replies will help us with. Um, with like deliverability and stuff because like, i heard that I that it gives you like brownie like, points have a million subscribers so <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's a good problem to have good problem to have but my client was uh, she, she she really liked this idea and she was like yeah i'm gonna take the day off i will be replying to those emails i'm like okay nice sure yeah and um we also want to try this idea which i'm very like hesitant about but it's basically like reply to this email and let us know if you want us to send you an exclusive discount code which will have to be sent manually but uh i i kind of like this idea because a it's an engagement and b it feels very personal so and uh, c client already agreed to reply to all those emails manually there's workaround uh oh yeah I mean, you okay, can, spill, like, spill the beans. Um, you can set the out of office notification, say, hey, I'm out of office, but we're running this promotion. Like if you're responding, <laughs> you're sending I love me it. email while I'm away, I love here, it. here's the code. Oh my goodness. I love it, love it, love it. So basically everyone who will reach out to the brand will get a notification like this. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Andrew, you're is- a genius. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the best way to probably to do the the separate email, like uh, because you don't want your vendor or somebody I don't know like complaining and to receive this kind of notification. But right. maybe instead of like like Andre or Andre dot X like at flowing.com for example and everybody replied ah, to that because that's awesome that's awesome you reply to email you know we we might we might actually try it that's awesome yeah. Woo-hoo. Sure. there's a work around yeah. it and my, my my client will not need to take a day off to reply to all of those emails manually listen that's I'm not, awesome i'm not Andre. sure how good i'm with email marketing but i'm very good with workarounds you're good with like hacking stuff. Yeah. That's that's for sure. Chief hacker. No, it sounds bad. It sounds really bad, but but I like I like that about you a lot. So I like how you build your own systems out of box system, basically. So Andre, since we started talking about um, global privacy and apparently it's still hot, uh, what do you think of tracking open rates? Open rates were were a bread and butter of email marketers, but do you think they're still hot or not so much? I per- no, no, not anymore. But honestly, I never believe, believed in open rate even before the iOS privacy, all those updates. So 
my answer is not why why you didn't believe in them this is like was one of the main metrics that we were all living off <laughs> yeah i mean it's it was the, the one of the biggest kpis in email marketing industry and this is what the like standard mm -hmm. but giving you like my example so as we spoke before about my monday when i come to office mm -hmm. opening my emails loading all emails sometimes i spend maybe two seconds per email i just like archive 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 mm -hmm. and like out of like 100 of marketing emails i may be engaged with one or two mm -hmm. so for them it showed that i opened the email but how right. good it is i didn't engage i didn't even scroll so it <laughs> means nothing and for, like in my my case i opened that email not because they have catch a subject line but it was in a sequence of not mm -hmm. open emails mm -hmm. so uh, i see yeah so it doesn't mean however sometimes i spend two seconds or maybe sometimes less uh, on email and it might catch my attention so i stop i scroll and i engage yeah I see. I see what you're saying. Well, I do think that it's still, I think this metric is still valuable though. I mean, not, not as much now with the new Apple iOS 15 updates, but you can basically see, especially when person is like constantly opening your emails, you can still see that they want to hear from you at least that you're doing a good job with like subject lines, right? It, it still, it still tells you something about your email marketing. But for those of you who, who don't know what Apple update was about they are basically although i think most of you will know it but there are basically three main components that affect email marketing first of all it's the ability to turn off open tracking the ability to block your ip address and the third one is the ability to hide your email address it doesn't affect like all users it only affects uh, users who use apple mail so say if they're reading use if they're like using different services like gmail but reading it from apple mail yes they will be affected but if they're using like a different different app like gmail app they should not be affected so that's that's one thing to understand so yeah i think that's why neil patel's uber suggests send me those emails because i recently signed it up and mm -hmm. they start sending me emails and for the last two weeks i checking all my emails from my iphone and I use mm -hmm. Google, uh, sorry, Apple Mail app to check my work emails. Mm. And for them, I'm kind of like opening all the emails, but they, since right. I use iOS, they're not sure if it's like by default opening, like goes to proxy, you know? And so they, do you think they like segment based on like what yes. sort of like devices or services you're using? I would I, I, like if I would them and it's, they probably did the same thing. So I opt in and they mm -hmm. see that I um, either use iOS or not uh -huh. opening emails or they not able to track that. There's a branch. There's like split in their automation. And say, mm. send this kind of emails to those who did not engage with our, who who never click any of our links. And they start to like, sunset flow to re-engage re me. And the rest, they probably unsubscribe automatically. So they have like a separate branch for Apple mail users? That's what you're saying? Or like, how, no, I still they don't have understand. A separate, brand, a separate branch for people who, who never clicked, clicked in any mm. of their emails. 
I see. I see. Well, well. anyways, yeah, I was pretty bummed when I first heard about the Apple iOS updates because I did rely heavily on like open rates. Uh, we were creating our engaged segments based on like open rates. We were checking like how our subject lines are performing based on like the open rates. Uh, but now I, I see it more as a good thing. Uh, I just like try to reframe our mindset around the email marketing. And now we try to see it more as a, not as a one way form of communication, but we try to like encourage replies. We try to collect some data directly from a customer and by all means, our clients are trying to write back to those emails. So we treat it more, not as a one way form of communication, but just as a communication as interactive as possible. That's like our goal with all of the emails that we're doing, but it's not just informational. You want to make it conversational and personal as well. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of happy that this happened. It's like a blessing in disguise, you know, <laughs> this like Apple update and the open rates. But yeah, I agree. Tracking open rates is not as hot as it used to be back in the days. Oh, good old early 2000s. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I, I love that movie. I love that movie a lot. Yeah. And uh, I think we should, we should, we should watch it as a, you were talking about with uh, Meg Ryan, right? Probably. You get mail. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you've only been living in, in the States for how long? For like 20 it's years? Not, it's, like, not why, about, why? it's not about States. It's about like your interests. I mean, this is like the most, one of the top 10 most iconic movies from like 90s or like early 2000s no, I know ever. Movie. I know. Not a, not a big deal. <laughs> I know we should watch I it together. Okay. We should and, watch it together cry. with our entire team, you know, with our entire team, flowy movie night, you've got mail. Yeah. That's, I, I know what I need to talk to Marjana about. <laughs> cool. Okay. Andre, next trend. It's I think number four now unifying your email, SMS and CDP stack hot or not, or let's say, let's call it omnichannel marketing. Hot or not? Hot. Well, first of all, explain what it means to those who don't know and then why you think it's hot. So it's when uh, all of your tools interact with each other and knows when you, let's say, send email so you don't send them the same communication message through different media like Facebook Messenger. Mm -hmm. Like something happened to me recently. I, I believe I purchased something and they sent me, oh, we have uh, like, just just buy it. Or like, here's a discount <laughs> to, to finish your purchase. And I'm like, come on, I just purchased this thing. Like, thank you for your <laughs> discount. And it happens a lot. And especially if you use different tools. Mm -hmm. I mean, there there's like now more tools available. And I believe you had an episode with Derek recently. Yep. And he's... He, he mentioned how many tools are on the market. It's but... like a shiny object syndrome, right? Yeah. You, you yeah. see that fun, fun new feature, you want to get it right away. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the first, probably the first criteria you should look at, like how they 
interact with each other. And mm-hmm. if you are able to see if when you send one message in one, then another tool can reconcile it and send it or send a follow-up or do not send it. Uh, the message. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. And um, we, we were talking about it in one of our episodes, but basically before your customer will start recognizing you, they will probably have five to send five to seven different brand interactions or like on like different platforms. So mm. they might see you on like Instagram. They might see you see SMS from you or like email. And ideally you want to be talking to them in the same way with the same words you need to understand from like whatever they are using. You want to understand where they are in their journey. And you want to pursue that like big holistic approach where the customer can use whatever channel they want to connect with your brand, but still be able to receive like a good quality communication and like sort of like not be bombarded with the same message from like a different platforms. And that's, I think where Clavia is doing an amazing job where you can like marry SMS and email together and not like bombard with abandonment card email and then abandonment card SMS at the same time. I think this is powerful, honestly. That's why I yeah. prefer this combo. And yeah. CDP, customer data platform is also like in the the recent years becoming more and more more popular because you want to understand the value of that subscriber from the source from the opt-in like like they came Mm -hmm. from let's say direct mail you spend fifty dollars to acquire that client like but uh, a customer how much does it cost you Uh, like how much profit you made on that client Mm -hmm. because sometimes like People spend a lot of money on something and they don't understand the return on investment. So that, that's the power of a CDP where you are mm-hmm. able to, to, to make that analysis. Even yesterday, one of our clients asked me, like, listen, uh, we are spending a lot of money on Facebook, driving to this landing page and people opting in. But I want to understand, how, like, w- what's our return? So we did mm-hmm. simple export evaluate how much those customers brought in so far mm-hmm. and provide them the, the number. And then they just need to do simple math, how much they invested and how much they made it back. Right, right. It all comes down to like data and and customer personalization, honestly, too, because customers want personalization and we, and we, as a businesses, we want to deliver it. So if you somehow can like unify all this data within one customer platform and constantly be delivering like a good quality communication to them, personalized based on their uh, purchasing behavior, based on where they are in their customer journey, that's amazing. So I'm thinking this trend is hot, honestly. I'm thinking it's hot. I'm thinking it's here. It's here to stay. And also with those, like, uh, there's like this big trend in the industry where like bigger companies started buying like smaller, um, smaller apps, even with like Yotpo, right? They, mm. they, they, they have Swell. I think they were thinking about purchasing Smile. I might be wrong, but they are trying to purchase like a lot of different, like smaller, this like solutions to SMS bump. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize yes. that. I didn't yeah. realize that. But uh, yeah, I heard a lot of talking that they are like purchasing all these like different smaller solution just to be able to deliver this like one big omni-channel experience. And I think, and I think it's beautiful. <laughs> I think this trend is here to stay. Cool. Okay, Andre, last trend. 
or maybe not the last one. We'll see. But this one is, um, I personally think it's hot, but I, I want to hear your opinion. Plain text emails, hot or not. So like text only emails, like no image, no gifts, no nothing, just like text, good old text. What do you think? If I were like, if I, this is very political question. We might lose like a lot of revenue in our agency. If I answer it, it's not, it's not hot. <laughs> uh, so, oh, sorry. If I answer it's a hot, no, honestly, I think it's hot. And uh, why? Because it does work. Mm-hmm. Uh, the good, the best example uh, so far I saw is a sticker mule company. They even have an article either on Forbes or Inc. magazine about email marketing and about uh, mm-hmm. like plain text. If you subscribe to their emails, they typically have three lines. And in those three lines, it's probably maximum of 10 words. It's like, hi, sticker, blah, 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 for $9 and buy or something like that. And mm. it's like, it's extremely short, but... I don't go to Sticker Mule to learn how Sticker Mule affects uh, the environment in um, mm. South Africa. <laughs> you know, like, and it's like short and sweet. Another good brand, uh, which I follow and like their design is a magic spoon. Oh, I love them. Yes. But I'm not sure if they send it only to customers or um, to subscribers and customers. So there's like, branded 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 email email mm-hmm. and then there's like from megan i believe megan from magic spoon and it's like mm-hmm. like uh like written email text only and it was one mm-hmm. link I, mm-hmm. and i think it's powerful I, I i think combination of text emails yeah. plus uh like uh, design emails both are amazing. yeah that's that's what i was about to say because uh Magic Spoon, I'm subscribed to their email too. I think they're very like visually appealing. They're beautiful and they're very like rich and interactive. And I think this trend is still here, um, especially when you have like a strong branding, but like marrying the two image based emails and like text only emails. I think it's powerful. I made it as a part of uh, a post-purchase flow for almost all of my clients as an email number three, I think it's like a email from, from the owner. And uh, we constantly seeing very like high open rates, click through rates, higher engagement. And it always feels very like personable or real. And, um, and, and, and when you want to deliver the message, it's also powerful because it's like eliminates all of the distractions and lets subscribers to focus on the sender's message, not necessarily on the image. And I, I, I think that people spend more time on those like text only emails, which is good for you. And they click, they click on links, they engage more with those type of emails, but obviously it's not for, it's not for every brand. I don't think this emails would be very beneficial for say like fashion brands or like uh, brands who rely heavily on product imaging. Right. But try experimenting just like throw it as a email number three of your post-purchase sequence or as a cute campaign few few years ago we've sent or like few few months ago i mean we've sent this campaign saying like uh, a campaign from the owner saying like hey please don't buy anything today we have a big promotion coming tomorrow so don't buy anything today uh wait until tomorrow and we will send you the discount code personally and I, I do it for a lot of my clients and every time this campaign generates a lot of revenue, which I, I don't understand the logic behind it. <laughs> I don't understand why this campaign is so like 
successful every time in terms of revenue, but it does work. It does work. And I think that plain text emails are here to stay, um, but definitely try it out because different brands, yeah, it, it might work differently for different brands. And I, I, I like what you just said. And honestly, I think the text email can be implemented even for visual brands, especially mm -hmm. let's say if you if if they reach certain revenue milestone or become vip mm -hmm. they can receive message from let's say from the owner or from like from customer support say hey we are here if you have any questions please reach out to us uh, we will help you with catering uh, like with selections or uh, back in stock or whatever you need we are here to help it's yeah, just better customer experience and also like a plain text email might uh, get to their inbox yeah, and yeah. they might engage, yeah. engage higher engagement. Actually, since we were starting talking about this, like personal emails and like including them into your um, into your flows, there is like this one brand that I work with. I will not name them, but basically, as a part of their VIP flow, as email number two, we will do this thing: the text only plain text email, text only email, where it will say like, thank you for being our VIP. Let's um, schedule a call together with our CEO. And like, here's the 15 minutes window. Like we're going to include the uh, calendar link and they will be able to talk directly to CEO. So these are the people who are like loving your brand apparently, right? And like, imagine how many good sort of like insights you can get from them. Um, and that's, again, coming back to that, like collecting the data directly from your customer. But also if they agree on, um, if they give us the permission to use that that content, we can actually create a lot of user-generated content as well. So again, simple plain text email with a calendar link where they can pick the time to talk to the CEO if they want to. Only like a quick 15 minutes uh, interview, but it will give them that like special feeling that they are valued that the CEO of the company wants to talk to them wants to get to know them better and just like imagine what it can do to your brand loyalty in a long term we haven't launched it yet we just started building this flow but I'm really excited about it and I think this will be a very successful one so plain text emails all the way <laughs> I love them I love them but yeah do, do combine uh, the two combine um, like image heavy and plain text emails but what we do internally at Flowium, we never, I would say almost never use the image only, um, image only emails. We try to include the plain text as well, um, just for the sake of readability and also accessibility, because it's like one of the trends as well, accessibility. We're not going to talk about it in depth. If you want to uh, listen uh, about the accessibility in depth, go to the uh, podcast with uh, Megan uh, and we'll link it in our description box um, and you can read or listen more to that in that podcast. Okay, cool. So Andre, these are the five trends. Any other trends you, you had in mind that you wanted to mention or like to watch out for? Yeah, I think we mentioned before we started recording the segmentation part. Yeah, segmentation. I mean, it's it's a trend that was always there that didn't go anywhere and I feel like it's here it's here to stay. Here's yeah. here's my here here's my few cents about this. So in the past it was uh, online buying. There was a trend you show people ad, they go mm -hmm. to your store and they almost buy immediately. 
I mean, it's like very, very, like very, very high chance if they went from the ad to your store, they purchased. Mm-hmm. So the next trend was no, you have to collect their email as a email and send them follow up email, and after that they 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 all buy. Mm-hmm. And now I believe even if you people opt in, you collect their email, they still don't buy with you. Because th- that personalization, that segmentation is very important. It's and powerful. We, yeah, we, we did. Um, I mean, we always like testing, split testing. But one of the very powerful split tests that we did, we sent the same campaign, the same exact everything, copy, open rate, everything to the same, I mean, for the same brand. But mm-hmm. one segment was generic and there were 100,000 email subscribers. And mm-hmm. we generated... Uh, we generated close to $1,000 from that 100,000 okay. subscribers. The second segment was people who expressed some interest in that product category. And we sent it only to, I don't want to lie, but I believe one close to 1,000, close to 1,000 subscribers. So 1,000 mm-hmm. or, or, or it was 10,000. I, I mean, anyway, but that segment that segment brought close to eighteen thousand dollars. So like and it shows you the yeah, it shows you the amazing. power of segmentation and uh, like in email marketing, you might lose a lot. Yes, you can send one message to to everybody, mm-hmm. but slowly your uh, deliverability will suffer, and over time it, you will lose a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we did. Uh, and I was like telling you that uh, just before the podcast, we have a personal win of our own. Um, I'm not going to like name the brand, but the idea is very similar. Um, usually we're, we were sending the campaigns, the content heavy campaigns to like a smaller engaged segment. But this time we decided in this case, it was like expanding the segment because we send it not just to like a smaller engaged uh, people, like a segment, but also to people who have visited the collection, who have uh, purchased this product in the past, or who have visited like certain certain uh, product pages, or who had this like products in their carts. And the results that we got, um, so originally like on average, we were generated like between like $5,000 and $6,000. Well, this campaign that we've sent a few days ago, it generated already $28,000. That's like the power of segmentation. And the dollar generated per customer was like four times higher than what we usually do usually. So not only did we send to like a bigger segment because that's something that people don't understand that segmentation does not necessarily mean sending it to like a smaller segment of people sometimes it just means to send it to the right segment of people and that's like a big, excellent example I, I thought it was an accident when i first got like eighteen thousand or sixteen thousand dollars but we already sent like three campaigns like that same time same sort of like strategy, uh, same brand. And like three times in a row, it did generate like a lot more revenue than it usually does. So segmentation is like in your bonus bonus trend, trend number six. And we talk about it a lot, but um, that's, that's what we believe in. We believe that email marketing is about segmentation and automation. And obviously to deliver the right message to the right person. That's that's your biggest goal as an email marketer. So definitely a trend that will will stay here for as long as email marketing will be alive. Yeah, and as, and as we said in this episode, uh, if you don't have resources to 
develop those to produce those like well well designed uh polished emails like just send a simple text email with yeah they nice feel page. they feel real that's what i like about it so they feel real email marketing don't have to be like polished and perfect it has to be real as long as you're delivering the value honestly <laughs> that's what we believe in right yep Cool. Well, Andre, that was a good one. Thank you so much for coming and joining us on episode 100. Yay! We'll need to insert some sort of music here or something so, yeah, to make yeah. it more so almost, what, celebrity. Almost two, year, two years? Two years, almost, pretty much. Yeah, two, we are two like two, ep- no, two, two episodes shy of two years. Yeah. Four more. Four <laughs> or four more. Yeah, correct. Correct. Yeah. Yes, because it's June 9th and we launched our podcast on July 1st, I think, right? So... July first, Canada Day. Fifty-two in the year, so it's like okay, hundred before. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I went that route. Yeah, your route is more reliable. But yeah, on um on on Canada Day, we will be celebrating another milestone, two years of the podcast. But, anyways, a lot a lot of celebrations this uh, over the next few months. So thank you so much, Andre. It was nice having you on this podcast, and I'm sure we will see you back again. <laughs> Because you're one of those guests, you know? <laughs> we can't get rid of you. I'm joking. We'll, we love having you here. So <laughs> come back thank you. Thank anytime. You, awesome. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you so much. Take care, Andre. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Email Einstein. Can you feel that? Your marketing brain just got a little bit bigger. We ask that you please use it wisely. You've got all the theory you need to get out there and start boosting your sales. Because great emails equals revenue squared. Just in 2022, we help our e-commerce client generate over 250 millions in revenue through effective email marketing strategy. And now we can help you too. Stop missing out on the potential revenue your email could be generating for your business right now. Take advantage of our free email marketing audit today and let our team help you optimize your email for maximum conversion. Go to florium.com slash audit and book your audit today. It's F-L-O-W-I-U-M dot com slash A-U-D-I-T flown.com slash audit.